failed this city. My name is Barry Allen, and I am the fastest man alive. I am the Flash. Welcome to episode one of the Universal Usual. This is the usual spinoff where Marshall and I go where no other podcast has gone before as we explore the galaxies that are far, far away in the Shires over the Dale. This episode, we venture into the seedy underworlds of, the, of Central and Star Cities and see what's beneath the hood of the Arrowverse. It's a long time coming, my friend. It is coming. We've uh, we've been talking about doing a, a podcast about uh, universes, and we're finally uh, we're finally taking the, the leap. I jumped in there, but I oh, no, that's totally fine. Uh, so I'm Will, and with me is, as always, my hetero life mate. Yeah, I'm here, dude. I'm Marshall. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> Wake up. Uh, look. We... It's a long day of podcasting. I'm excited about this. I've been wanting to talk about this with you for a long time. Uh, we've been watching these shows. We've been reading some comics. Um, we're going to bring some of it together. I like that we're going to bring some news in, and, and this is going to be a fun spinoff for us, I think. Uh, yeah, and this is by no means to be an all-inclusive discussion of any new, universe, new. but it's a good stepping-off point for us to discuss universes that we like that are constantly being updated with new content and will be... Uh, Rehitting uh, these universes further on, and and I think what's important about this is that there are some folks when we talked about doing spinoffs that were basically saying like, well, I don't watch those, or I'm not going to be part of that because I, you know, so fine, don't. But I think I think for us, why this is cool is because it doesn't fit into all the things we do. Like we can't really section off an entire part of our main show to talk about the Flash and the Arrow right. in the way that we could. In a in a in a in a chunk. So, I think this will be a fun way to do it. We'll see how the numbers are, but honestly, I don't really care what the numbers are. Like, it'd be fun to really talk about this with you and see what people think and get other ideas for uh, universes. Like, I know for a fact I want to do a Doctor Who one. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what some of our other ideas were. Do you remember? We're, yeah, we're finally going to hit on Fast and the Furious. Yeah, we'll do Fast and the Furious eventually. And I mean. James Bond. And, and we can do, we can go anywhere from here on this. And I think it'll be kind of fun. It's not going to happen as consistently as, as the other ones. No, because these are much more content intensive. Exactly. So, but they're, they're, the point of each of these are going to be that, uh, each one has some sort of relevancy in what's happening. Yeah. We decided to choose Arrow versus our first one because, uh, Legends of Tomorrow is going to be premiering in a couple of weeks. Exactly. And there's some, uh, possibly ex- expansion. To include other properties in the in the Arrowverse, so uh, we'll get to that in, in a little bit of our overview. Um, but before we get started, if you have any questions or comments, you can find us at theusualpodcast.com. Email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com and find us on Facebook, Google Plus, Pinterest, Instagram, and the Swotor Network. You can also reach me on Twitter at I am Will Griggs, and Marshall can always be found at Darth Pops. Um, we're also on iTunes, Stitcher, and soon coming to Google Play. So take the time to give us a positive rating and like us and share us on all the social medias. Smooth, bro. Thank you. You're welcome. I've got the velvet stylings of Mel Smooth transition from what we were talking about to that. <laughs> You're the man. It's been a long night. I let's go. Um, before we get uh, any further, though, let's talk about what we're drinking. Oh, I'm. Oh, what am I drinking now? Where are we at? Uh, I forced you. <laughs> Yeah, well, actually, this is this is a concept we said because we're going to be exploring other uh, universes and stuff. This is an opportunity for us to try the most exotic beverages we can. So we're actually going to be in the future picking the 
other person's frostiness for the night. Right. Um, but because we are already deep into the bottle for the last episode, deep, uh, we just we, uh, went with what's on hand. So. Yeah, so I am currently drinking my usual, <laughs> see what I did there, uh, Sierra Nevada Torpedo Extra IPA. But I forced you, not forced you, I had you try. You had me try. Uh, it was the seasonal from 21st Amendment Brewing Company, and it was called Fireside Chat. Yeah, it was uh, it was an experience. It's something. It was something. I got through the one can. That's that's it. I'm back to my usual. Seriously, it's <laughs> like eight percent, and it is nectar. It's so, sweet and thick. So this is gonna be fun. So it is gonna be fun. Me, I am drinking St. Pauli Girl. Sweet. It's a pretty standard lager that I tend to have in the fridge over here at Marshall's house, and yep. so it's what I'm drinking. Gotta keep stuff on hand. Yeah. So, like I said, we're gonna be talking about the Arrowverse. So let's do just a quick little overview of what the Arrowverse is, okay. uh, the properties it includes, and the basic framework storyline for each. Um, obviously, it's called the Arrowverse because it centers around the Green Arrow. Yeah. Which is a show on the CW. Uh, starring Stephen Amell and a beautiful cast of people. Oh, yeah. Um, They're all so pretty. They are all... Seriously, how can a city so ugly yeah. have so many beautiful people? Well, look. I mean, this has to be a shining point. Exactly. <laughs> um, it centers around Starling City. Yeah. And our hero, Oliver Queen, also known as the Arrow, um, who survives a, a murder plot on his father on a ship, and he gets lost at sea uh, on an island for five years. Uh, he returns to Starling City and decides to avenge his father uh, through the elimination of people on a list. The people who have failed his city. That is his tagline. He it. says, so-and-so, you have failed this city. It's amazing. Um, and so that's the basic premise of season one, and it's basically the reason to be for the entire series run. Right. Um, and real quick, although we are, t- I mean, I want to be, I want to make sure that people don't be like, well, it's not just a TV show. We know that. We know that these are based off of comics. We are focusing around the TV. We're shows. focusing about the, the yeah. <laughs> for this specific Arrowverse. The, yeah, the Arrowverse, as it's viewed, is the the TV shows. Yeah, so um, don't they, get all. Yeah, they do up. have. They are based on comics, and they do have comic spinoffs. Yes, um, that we could get at to uh, to in a future episode. But we're just doing a quick glossing over right. of basically the five TV shows that do include or will be included in. The Arrowverse. Indeed. And I didn't mean to do that. No, I just no, wanted to a, make sure that people were like, what are you talking about? It was a comic 40 years ago. Yeah, we got that. Exactly. So, it, it very good point, and thank you for bringing that up. Indeed. Um, kind of give parameters of what this specific universe entails. And actually, that's a good point to do in the future. Yeah. Is the, at the beginning of every overview, we'll give a list of what is entailed in that universe. Indeed. And what we'll be discussing. So, in these, it's five shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ones that are officially considered canon as part of the universe are Arrow. The Flash, Constantine. Those are the three that are actually out. Right. Legends of Tomorrow is starting soon. And um, Supergirl looks like it will be eventually tied in. Yeah. Even though it is on a separate network. Um, it, and it just kind of got going, too. It just got going. And it's actually, but it is actually still produced by David Goyer. And it is uh, is easily folded into the universe because it is still part of the same timeline. For sure. Um, so those are the five pieces of. Uh, of uh, content we're going to be discussing again arrow is basically a guy trying to save his city right um that his parents helped destroy and i i love arrow as the way the show is set up i i personally like my tv my comic books my fiction fan, fantasy in particular just gritty darker more mature themes mm-hmm. you know less 
I mean, granted, there are love stories involved. It is on the CW. It is on uh, the CW. But I mean, it, it is. I want there to be. I want people to die. I want people to have hard problems, and I want this to be. That's the way I like my shows, and so Arrow for me right now is my top favorite out of these. It is great. Um, what I love is especially because they bring in Rizal Ghul and they do. the Lazarus Pit and everything else. And uh, Damian Dark is oh, the, yeah. the main villain in this season. They've brought in um, uh, Brother Blood. Oh yeah, which is a great character. So th- th- there are so just as Marvel has so many uh, <laughs> to use a. a Archery euphemism. So many quivers and so many arrows in their quiver. Well done, sir. Thank you. Um, <laughs> DC is the same thing. Yeah, there are so many uh, tools that they can reach for in their shed. So um, arrows, no exception, and they get great actors to portray these. They do. Um, so I'm I'm very excited about the whole Damien Dark this season. Um, they always do an annual crossover with the Flash. What is that actor? The guy who plays Damien Dark. I love that actor and. And while you're looking that up, I don't mind people knowing that we're looking that up, but I, I, on the actor thing, it's not cheesy, which is why I like this show. It's not, it doesn't come across as cheesy. There's a couple of moments where, um, I think in the beginning, um, Laurel, not Laurel, um, Sarah's character. Right. In, in the beginning with the canary, it was a little interesting, but, for the most part, the acting is very solid. Actually, I thought the whole Sarah Canary was fine. I mm-hmm. thought the Laurel turning into Black Canary was all weird. It was also quick. Very, very quick. Very quick. And all of a sudden, like, oh, here I am. I'm the Black Canary, you know. So. Mia McDonough. Okay. That's what I I don't remember what else he's been in, but he's really good. And well, he's uh, he's the head of the Howling Commandos in Captain America. Oh, okay. That's why. Okay. So, I like I like the cast. I guess yeah, they have the a cast great chemistry. Yeah. And... Below no one else, John Barrowman. Yeah. <laughs> is first Barrowman's all, good always. Just okay. so you know. If any of you guys follow me on Pinterest, which you should. I mean, you should follow Why? the usual's Pinterest page, but you should follow mine too because I, Why you're not? I have great content on there. But I actually have a board on there called Barrowman the Brilliant. <laughs> He's so good, dude. Because he is good in everything. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite Comic-Con experiences was my first year at Comic-Con. I got to see the John Barrowman panel. Oh, God. And he so was phenomenally... Just Barrowman is great. He's so on. I mean, he's great as Captain Jack in, in Doctor Who and, and Torchwood. Torchwood and, and, yeah. he's, he's brilliant here as... Um, Malcolm Merlin. Thank you. Malcolm Merlin. The Dark Arrow. Yeah. And so he's great. Barrowman's great in everything. Um, they just have great supporting cast. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, so so brilliant. And they really go deep into the... Uh, Deep into the canon to get some of the characters. I oh, mean, for sure. they bring in Arsenal's on there, Red Arrow, uh, Canary, Black Canary, the Atom uh, was introduced, yeah. uh, uh, Damien so- Dark, Raja Ghoul. Um, and, and I think that's what I like about the show. And I like the, and we're going to get Shadow, to Shadow, for yeah. sake. And we're going to get to the Flash in a minute, but I like that they're, they are digging deep, but they all, they make it all work. And, you know, when they all go out in the field and they're all dressed up and they're and they're trying to do a thing, they all work together. And then when they fail, that's where the story is, mm-hmm. and that's where the, the it's in their human tendencies because they're not they're not superheroes. No, they are they're just people. Exactly, <laughs> they're highly trained. <laughs> Most yes. of them, or but, quickly trained. Yes, some of but them. they are not superhuman. Right. Exactly. Well, for the most. But then they bring, and you know, then we get the crossovers with some of the other folks. Exactly. So, so, um, so that's the basis of Arrow. Um, the other main, the next main story is the Flash, right? Which is on its second season now. Which is on its Flash is in its fourth. And personally, my wife's favorite. 
I I I really like the Flash too. Uh, it's a totally different vibe. It, it is, and the thing the thing that's interesting to me about the Flash is that it gives you a wider range of of possibilities because. Especially in the second season. But in the first season, you get a wider range of possibilities because of what happens with the reactor. Mm-hmm. You get these metahumans. Yeah. And it's so like... So okay. with the, the whole basic premise. Exactly. The the premise is the, uh, the reactor is Hadron Collider right. uh, uh, reactor. Right. And that is... It's it goes part, awry. It's a particle accelerator. particle accelerator. That's it. Particle accelerator explodes... Uh, this is all taking place in Central City, by the way. Right. And then, and who's the head of it? Uh, homeboy. Um, uh, Harrison. Harrison Wells. Yes. His goal is to get this particle accelerator going, and it explodes. Like, right by Tom Cavanaugh. Oh, Cavanaugh is phenomenal. But anyway, so this energy goes out, mm-hmm. and it affects countless people. Right. One of them being Barry Allen. Yes. And he is a forensic scientist mm-hmm. with, for the... Uh, um, Central City Police the, Department. The Central City Police Department. All of a sudden, now he's in a coma for a long time. He's struck by lightning at right. the same time as the reactor, and then he eventually learns that he is has the speedster. Yes, the you know he, gets, what they, he gains, they yeah, eventually they call, call it. Yeah, calm speedsters, and he's a uh, he just has superhuman speed. Mm-hmm. The thing that's cool about the Flash is there's so many unknowns. There is the Tom Cavanaugh, Tom Cavanaugh, mm-hmm. yeah, Tom Cavanaugh character. Who is playing a mentor role. Yes. And, the you know, obviously, you know, spoilers throughout this entire episode. If you're listening to this, you know this happening. But towards the end of the first season, you get this, I, you get this reveal that he has been, basically, he hates Barry Allen. With a passion. But he's also a not father really figure mentor yeah. character who's not actually Harrison Wells. So there's this whole thing that's going on. And you have these other side characters uh, that are going through their stuff. You have Health, uh, Firestorm, um, and Captain Cole. Captain Cole that is born through this. And the cool thing is, is you have, um, Cisco. who ends up Cisco's character who is naming these people as a, you know, and what I like is that they end up, now let me ask you a question. This is a random side note. Whether we want to keep this in or not is, is, is whatever it is. But when they catch these people and they put them in this thing, tell me that those, those little pods open up to a bigger room that they can live in. Because how are they living in this little room? Yeah, where do they go to the bathroom? Right? Where do they eat? Are they feeding them? Like, <laughs> I have some questions there. But the show is really good. Um, obviously, uh, the Barry Allen character is raised by his best friend's dad, uh, a black family who raised him because his dad was imprisoned because his m- imprisoned for allegedly killing his, his mother, mother, which we find out later, right. of course, that... Um, you know, there's this whole plot line with that. I don't know if we want to spoil everything. Yeah, we're not going to spoil everything. Um, basically, he lives with his stepfather, or his foster father, who is a uh, police detective, played brilliantly by Jesse L. Martin, um, who I'm a huge fan of back to not only his Law and Order days, yeah. um, but he uh, was in the original uh, show of Rent on Broadway. Oh, okay. And he was in the movie. Uh, in a really the movie good actor. Rent. Very good actor. Really good actor. And a great singer. I'm just waiting for him to bust out song. Oh, I hope he does. On, on Shoot. Flash. It'll be amazing. And I just love it where maybe one of the metahumans has a operatic <laughs> voice that can destroy people's eardrums, and the only person to combat it is Jesse L. Martin with his sultry baritone. <laughs> but and uh, that'd be so fun. that'd be so great. Excuse me, but you, you hear that CW and DC hire me as a writer. You're welcome. For me, 
the wife likes the flash it's lighter it than, is that's than, what i than love the arrow that's what i love about all these different properties within this universe is they all have their totally different vibe and when they do yeah. their crossovers yeah vibe you like that it's funny you said that yeah. um when when barry allen is guesting on the arrow it's a gritty storyline yeah and when the arrow is on the flash it's lighter yeah it's and what I love is that when when it goes to the gritty stuff in Arrow and it's Barry Allen there he's like saying what's going on <laughs> and then when and then when you see Oliver Oliver Queen going over to the Flash on and in Central City he's like what's going on <laughs> they're very confused they are. and and most they're of, out of their element yeah and most of the time when Oliver goes to uh, Central City it a lot of it has to do with mentoring Barry in a way and helping him it does. through and something. what I love is it's the sidekicks right that are the most comfortable going to the because you have felicity right who's just as comfortable in central city as she is in star and there's a lot of crossover between the sidekicks yeah even in episodes that aren't crossovers absolutely because cisco's guested on a couple of episodes of arrow right so so that's great so those are the two major stories yeah and they are the ones that combined that's going to form uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Right. With Legends of Tomorrow, which is happening in just a couple weeks, actually, right? Yeah, the crossover's already started. Yeah, the crossover's happening. We haven't watched them yet, but, you know, we're going to get there here pretty quick. I think that's why this is a good time to watch, to, to have this episode, is because they're already playing with the timelines a little bit in The Flash. There was right. the fact that Barry goes back in time uh, a couple times, actually. A couple times. Uh, and, and, and the... The timelines are altered, and then now there's this Earth Two element mm-hmm. that happens in and season actually, two. They, 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 in the last couple episodes, actually, they've actually keyed in on a major recent comics storyline, which is the New Fifty Two. Yeah, because there's fifty two Earths. Okay, and so, and 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 I think that's why I'm really into the Flash right now more than I ever have been in season two, is because of this idea really of really interesting Earth villains two. like Gorilla Grodd. Yeah, and well, Grodd. Was in season one. Yes. But he was only in that one episode, if I remember right. Mm-hmm. And so, but when he comes back the second in a time. Couple because he actually is writing. Exactly. His name, you see him in a cage in an earlier But then the, one of the things that Smith talks about in, the, in the, one of the most recent utility belts, and this is something that I'm not familiar with because of the com- it's a comic reference, but Gorilla City. And you see that at the end of that Gorilla episode. At Grilla the end of the last episode, episode yeah. And, and that's, and that's Which amazing. Which is Gorilla Warfare. Right. And the fact that. Comic book geeks like Smith. He's like, oh my god, I never thought I'd see a time where I where I see Gorilla City. Yeah, and, and I'm just like, I don't know what Gorilla City is, but that looks freaking badass. Yep, um, and it makes you want to go back and read the comics, and it does, which I will do. And and so I think that's why I'm 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 excited about doing this particular episode is because I don't really care where we go with this stuff, but I'm excited about Legends of Tomorrow because we've already seen spoilers. We've already seen Sarah come back. Yes. Right? We've already seen... So now we have White Canary. We have White Canary. We have... We've had originally Canary, Black right. Canary, now we have White Canary. Now we have White Canary. But, so we have this, this, and then we're about to see Hawk Girl and We've already Hawk, met Hawk and Girl, Hawkman. and then we're about to meet Hawkman in this week's episode. Right. And so we have those guys. Then we've already met, uh, you know, Captain Cold. Fire, not Firestorm. Firestorm. No. The other one is... Uh, What's the, other, the opposite gun guy? Is it Heat Wave? Heat Wave, I think is what it is. It doesn't yeah. matter. The point is, is the... And we've all, already met the Atom. Right, and and if you've ever listened to our main show, which if you listen to this, by the gods, I don't even know what you'd be doing if you hadn't. Um, <laughs> to introduce, it's like, our, how the hell did you find this? Yes, yeah, like you just really got random. Our main show, the the bumper I've been using for our pop culture section has been a soundbite from the uh, original, the promo for Legends of Tomorrow, which right. is 
you know, in the future, you're not heroes, you're legends. And it's just like this whole like, oh my God. And I get chills every time I say it because that's badass. It's like, I came back from the, I came from the future to come and get you guys because in the future, you're so badass. I figured out I have to come back and get you to make sure that you make sure that this guy doesn't. And that's awesome. Yeah. And it actually kind of, kind of makes me think of skipping sidelines here is going back over to Marvel Yeah, is the line in Avengers when Loki, uh, they capture Loki for the first time and um, Thor comes and grabs him out of the airplane and whisks away and Cap (laughs) is just about to jump out of the airplane and and Black Widow looks back at him and says, uh, they're basically gods, Cap. And he has the classic line that there's only one yeah. God that I know and it doesn't dress like that. <laughs> it doesn't dress like that. <laughs> um, but that's basically what, I mean, today's superheroes are tomorrow's gods. Yeah. And, and it's, and it's really a cool setup and I can't wait to see these crossovers mm-hmm. and Legends of Tomorrow. I'm, I'm, I'm super pumped about, man. And, and because I've been so invested in Arrow and Flash all this time, you know, it is Take me back to the comics. It is making me do these things. And at the same time, I know for a fact that they're going to, they're going to do this right. They've done this right. Like, I know all of those characters together are going to work together in a, in a cohesive story that it's going to be badass. Yeah. And one reason why I have faith in this universe as opposed to other universes that have tried to mimic Marvel's success. And this is what gives me hope for possibly the, the entire DCU cinematically is, um, the little things that Marvel has always done well of the, not necessarily Easter eggs, but things that are hidden in the background. Yeah. Right. And it's stuff that you're starting to see in here. Like for instance, they did, we're, you know, we're talking about earth two. And in an episode a couple weeks ago, I remember I told you to keep an eye out when they go to earth two and there's a TV playing right. in the background. What I'm, I, I forgot that you said it was a TV. So right. I, I missed so it. So in the background of one of these scenes on earth two is a TV and it's talking about the arrow. Right. Okay. I but do remember that. Yeah. On Earth 2, the arrow is not Oliver Queen. It's his dad. His dad survived the oh, boat and he's yeah. avenging his son. I pointed that out to Kate and she's like, what? I was like, dude. But it's those little things. Yes. Yeah, it's little things like that. And, and I think this is where DC is doing a really good job TV wise. Movie wise is yet to be seen, but DC really is 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 doing a really good job, whether it be in the CW, and we'll, we can talk about Supergirl here in a minute. Um, Constantine, where was that? It was on NBC. NBC. They they really are doing a good job with Arrow and the Flash. They and are. They have a huge following. Um, I know they're doing. What I like about that is they're doing some fan things, mm-hmm. fan driven before the show, interactive things, which are really cool. And I think that. I think that's kind of the future of these type of shows. If we're going to watch something week to week, it would be nice outside of listening to some chuckleheads like us talk about it after the fact. It'd be nice to have something interactive that you can not just tweeting something, sorry, during the show, but just beforehand or having a chat room or a Skype call or something you can yeah, get into. Yeah, and you really get cool. that. on. That's one thing because CW is great at engaging the youth. Mm-hmm. And I mean, don't get us wrong. This show is not targeting us. No. <laughs> it's targeting the team. I do like the show. And I do like the show. <laughs> and that's because it's like very much of like what Disney's great at, at targeting youth by throwing stuff in for adults as well. Right. They're brilliant at that on the CW as yeah. well. I and mean, my sister's over 30 and she watches uh, Supernatural. Yeah. Well, I can't watch Supernatural. I don't know what's wrong with that show. That's the show. <laughs> it's funny. Kate, we see commercials for it all the time. And, and the wife's like, yeah, I've tried. 
like four times to watch that show. And I know Felicia Day's been on it. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I know it's a show. I know it's out there. And it's got and like it's 10, popular. 10, 11 seasons or yeah. something. But I just, it's not for me, dude. It's not my show. <laughs> it's just not it. Well, I didn't actually, I, I, I didn't jump on the Aeroband wagon late. I, I mean, I didn't start watching it until this season. Oh, I know. And so Marshall's like saying, dude, you got to start watching this. Dude, like, if you don't watch it. I mean, seriously, it was like every day. I was like, dude, have you started watching it? Well, and. Have you started watching it. When you catch up on the utility belt, you see the transition from Smith talking about everybody mad at, being mad at him and saying, you have a pop culture show about pop culture news and you don't even watch a flash. You talk about TV shows. You don't even watch a flash or the arrow. And then when he does watch the flash. The whole thing changes. The last episode was like two hours about the Flash. Yeah, <laughs> because uh, once I finally started watching it, I binged it. Yeah, and so it was in about a week and a half. I watched three seasons of The Arrow, uh, a season of The Flash, and a full season of Constantine. Yeah, Plus, one thing we haven't even mentioned here is the web comic Vixen. Right. Um, which, which actually, I don't think wa- you've watched. I it. Watched you haven't it, watched yeah. Constantine yet either. I've watched a few episodes actually. Okay, but yeah. Um. So yeah. So that's basically the Flash, and we've talked about Legends of Tomorrow. Um, now the next one that's officially in the storyline, um, and it wasn't yet was Constantine, okay. which was, uh, kind of a disappointment. The show was great. I loved it. Um, the, I thought the they, actor they got was wonderful. Yeah. The actor was brilliant. Um, and it was a great uh, thing on NBC ran for 13 episodes and it ended on a cliffhanger and then it got canceled. Yeah. Um, but it is done by David Goyer and there's actually some news with this is that David Goyer's come out and said that NBC was the wrong network network to air it on. Probably. Um, there's, uh, the station El Rey, uh, is airing Constantine and reruns right now. And, uh, there's a big push to try to get it to get picked up by the CW or by, uh, uh by Netflix or Yahoo or, or Hulu to get picked up, uh, to start a second season. I'd be curious to see if after that crossover episode, uh, was episode five. Yeah, it was episode five of this season with Arrow with because Arrow. it was their Halloween episode and Constantine appeared on the island. And I'd be curious to see if, you know, Constantine appearing on the island and then coming in and helping and basically making it so we do have the White Canary. I'm wondering if that's enough, you know, to, to get the other fans, what I guess what I'm saying is, our Arrow fans who are watching that being like, oh crap, that guy was freaking badass. Oh wait, he had his own show? That's oh, what I'm are they going to get on this bandwagon now? What I love is that and, I think Constantine's available on Netflix just like the other two are. So yeah. hopefully it'll get people to go back and watch it. It'll be cool. Um, because it's kind of funny because if you watch Arrow, the one thing that kind of doesn't fit with it is the whole mysticism of uh, right. Parbat. Right. Right. And, Robot, yeah. yeah, and the uh, the the whole Ra's al Ghul thing, but but if, if you're anything, a Batman fan, you know that's a big deal. Exactly, it's a huge deal, and this is where they're tying it into the whole the wider DC universe. Right. But by bringing in Constantine, it's almost giving it legitimacy of yeah. the mysticism of it. Yeah, so it's great. Yeah, and that so, was my and and I know season three of of Arrow was not everybody's favorite, and for some reason. That, that particular season, I don't know if it was the storyline wasn't as tight, I guess, as well, they one were and also, two. Well, they were also uh, launching off uh, of The Flash. Right. So they were juggling multiple storylines. But that said, season three was one of my favorites mm-hmm. because I love, I love the darkness. I love the Nanoprobot uh, storyline. I love Ra's al Ghul. I, he was one of my favorite, and I've always, you know, I've always loved the villain, but... 
I watch the Batman animated series mm-hmm. religiously, and I love that show. And anytime Ra's al Ghul was on there, I was like, oh my god, here we go. Well, dude, how can you hate anything that's, that's ever been played by Liam Neeson? Exactly. And so, you know, that was, I just absolutely, absolutely love that, that aspect of season three. So I don't have the disdain that some people do for season three. Season four, off to a great start. Right. So let's just give a quick rundown of what Constantine is. Okay. Uh, John Constantine is a Brit mm-hmm. who uh, is able to communicate with both angels and demons. And uh, but the thing is, he's already lost his soul. He's basically he's a uh, exorcist mm-hmm. um, who dabbles in other things, but he has already lost his soul to the devil. But he's still alive, so he's doing everything he can while he is alive to not necessarily earn the right back to his soul, but to just make amends yeah. for those that he's lost. And the angels and demons are playing off on that, yeah. but he knows. The end game almost, so he can kind of play them off of each other too. It's a cool character. It is a very cool character, and it's very layered in because you're dealing with hell, you're dealing with heaven, you're dealing oh, yeah. with earth, and the mysticism of everything. And it's very, very cool. I really enjoyed it. Uh, it makes me want to delve into the comics. I really enjoyed the Kevin or the Keanu Reeves movie. I did too, which also had Tilda Swinton in it. Yeah, I saw that movie. I liked that movie. Um, same sort of vibe. See, although, but I don't hate Keanu Reeves. I, I don't like hate Keanu, Keanu Reeves. Reeves either. I, 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 I like him, but um, and I actually think he's an underrated actor. Yeah. If you don't believe me, go watch *The Walk in the Clouds*. Oh yeah, it's a no, good that movie. was a good movie. I think the the actor they got for the the TV show is far superior in the role. Oh, yeah, I think he's a sure. Constantine. Yeah, very good. Um, so that's it. The last official canon one we have is *Vixen*, which you haven't watched, and I'm just going to touch on. But basically, okay. it's another one of those um, ones like *The Arrow*, where it's a real woman. Uh, she's a, and what I find interesting is all of Constantine, uh, Supergirl, Arrow, and the Flash all have take place in make believe cities. Yeah, whether it be Star City, Central City. Uh, I'm drawing a blank on Supergirl uh, right now. Supergirls is regardless, it's a made up city. Yeah. Anyway, Vixen takes place in Detroit, and it's about this girl who uh, uh, inherits like a necklace. National City. Yeah, National City. And um, it's a girl that inherits this, this like, uh, medallion necklace. And when she wears it, she can turn her... She doesn't physically transform into a, an animal, but she takes on the attributes of the animal. Oh, okay. So she can turn into the attributes of a, of a cheetah and run fast. Oh, that's She badass. can turn the attributes of a bear and maul somebody. Okay. She can turn the attributes of an eagle and fly. Oh, that's sweet. So it's really kind of cool, but it's all animal-based. Okay. It's a little six-episode webisode, and uh, both Barry Allen and Oliver Queen as the Arrow and the Flash make appearances. No way. Yeah. Right, I'll have to check that so out. So check it out. Um, it's Again, it's only six episodes. Each episode's like ten minutes long. Okay. But it's really cool because it um, the whole basis of Star City, uh, or originally Starling City, is the seedy underbelly and the fact that it's collapsing under right. uh, humanity. It's like a, it's like a, a city trying to stay a city. Even right. though it's, it's about to die. Yeah. And so it's it's basically that concept between the group of people who want to cut out the tumor to save the host or to cure the tumor and raise everybody up. Exactly. That's the whole thing in, in Star City. Well, with Detroit, it's talking about the real world troubles of Detroit. Yeah. And how, you know, she's having trouble with finances and how oh, it's everything. It's a really cool little webisode and they get a lot in in just an hour's worth of time. So cool. check it out. Um, it's available on, uh, I believe it's the WB uh, uh, I think you're right. website. So yeah. check that out. 
Um, and then the last one is uh, the newest one by David Goyer, which just came out this season. They've just released their sixth episode, and it's Supergirl. Yeah. Um, we talked about this on our main program uh, last summer. We did. When it... Uh, when, we had the pilot. Yeah, the pilot got sneak, snuck out after mm-hmm. Comic-Con. Right. Um, and we both fell in love with it. It's good. Um, I know The you've, first episode. Yeah, good. I know you've tried watching the second and the third episode, and you've kind of... Let me just throw it out there. Uh, the first episode was great. I liked the way they set things up. The special effects were a little... You know, I, you have to get used to the Superman part of it, right? Yeah. Um, Where and, when you're and, normally watching Arrow. And, and But the thing about the Arrow is that it all takes place in the dark. Yeah. Same with, Bat, same with Batman. You're not seeing... It doesn't look so obvious that they're flying through the air doing right. these weird, you know, things. But they also don't have superpowers either. Mm-hmm. So you have to kind of... You know, so I have to believe that this woman is lifting the plane. They did a pretty good job in the first episode on the pilot. Second episode, for me, I haven't gotten past it yet because I wasn't that into it. I know I will try it again. Kate and I, I, I know for a fact we're about to, we're caught up on everything else. Mm-hmm. We're about to do that. And we, I would like to go back to Gotham as well because I'd like to go back to Gotham. Because I hear really good things about the second season. That's a side note. But as far as Supergirl, I would, I really do want to like it more. I want to like it as much as I liked the first episode, but the second episode didn't do it for me. Yeah, I, I got through the second episode, and it, it gets better. Okay. Um, I'm up to the sixth episode. I've watched them all. Um, and for me, sorry to cut you off, but that's like Marvel's, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Which I still haven't gone back to A watch. lot of people didn't go back to watch it after the first three, four episodes. Once you get past that first se- the half a season, it's phenomenal. The okay. storylines are amazing. That's definitely and on my season list. Season three right now is is off the hook. Cool. So anyway, continue. So. Um, but I I'm enjoying Supergirl. I like the premise of having a female hero, which we're not getting a lot of. No, we're not. Um, it's cool, even though she is. It's something that DC does is you have either uh, perceptive or people that are perceived to be weak as their alter ego, right? Like Barry Allen or. Uh, Clark Kent, or Clark Kent, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Or you have people that are incredibly faulted, right? Like Bruce Wayne or Oliver Queen, okay, right? Yeah. And she obviously falls into the first one, right? And it's really, it's funny. The more human the superhero, the more <laughs> fault they have in real life. Oh, it's so funny. The more like... superhero the superhero, <laughs> the more weak they're perceived. I mean, she puts those glasses on and tries and starts carrying a coffee, and the boss is just like, "You're nothing to me." Exactly. You know? it's like, oh my god, dude. She just carried a plane it's last like, night. It's like that, that movie, She's All That. Yeah. Where Freddie Prince talks to, was it Rachel uh, something? Yeah. He's like, oh, gee, those glasses and those overalls and the ponytail. Well, once you change takes clothes off the glasses, and take the glasses. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was a good movie. Um, but Calista Flockhart's in this. She actually plays her boss. Yeah. And what I love so is good. they're really playing off the, um, the Superman story, right? Because what I love is her boss. Actually, never call him by name, either. No, they call him your cousin. Or him. Or him. It's very godlike, too, which I think goes to what we might talk about in a future yeah. time. But anyway, continue. Um, but the, her boss, played by Calista Flockhart, is actually a... The usual podcast quality control team is here to point out that at this point, Will erroneously confuses the Marvel and DC universes by naming J. Jonah Jameson instead of Perry White. Thank you for listening, and now back to our podcast. Uh, disciple of J. Jonah Jameson. She got her start oh, really? at the the Globe. Okay. And uh, Daily Planet. The Daily Planet. Yep. 
And then she went off on her own to National City and started her own magazine. Oh, that's funny. And so now she's like the G. Jonah Jameson in her life. But not only that. And she does that well. Yeah, she does it well. <laughs> and not only that, but we see Jimmy Olsen is a main character in this one. Right. And you're, Who came over basically to watch her. Yeah, exactly. But the cool thing is, is as we get further on, you actually find out that he's dating um, Lois Lane's little sister. Spoilers, but yeah, okay, cool. Right. Well, we already said the spoilers are off this whole thing. And well, it, I haven't seen it yet. It comes up over a couple of episodes. But, I mean, it's not really all <laughs> that important to the actual either. story either. Yeah. But you find out that he's I like actually, the connection. But he's actually also very faulted. Yeah. And you find out that one of the reasons why he left Metropolis to come to the National City wasn't necessarily to watch Supergirl. It was that he had to kind of get out of the shadow of Spider uh, Superman. Interesting. Okay. And that deals with his relationship with Lois Lane's sister and all this stuff. Da, da, da. Nice. But really good. Um, but one of my favorite little Easter eggs is you find out that, um, and this is early on, so it's not a spoiler or anything, and you can look it up just by going to IMDb, but the people that play her foster parents yeah. are Dean Kane and Helen uh, uh, Slater, awesome. right? Which, if you don't know, Dean Kane obviously played Clark and Lois and Clark. Right. He played Superman. But Helen Slater played Supergirl in the original 1984 movie. And if you don't know who Helen Slater is, she's great. She's actually Christian Slater's older sister. And it was through her that he got into Hollywood. I love that Christian Slater's on Archer. But anyway. As Christian Slater. As himself. <laughs> yeah. And oh, don't get me wrong, we're going to have an Archer special episode oh, in January once it comes oh, back. Oh, that's happening. But that. So it hasn't officially been brought into to the, 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 the Arrowverse yet. Um, but... Things going forward is that David Goyer is a producer and he produces all the Arrowverse shows, and also that there's rumors now that the Flash is going to guest on, uh, on uh, Supergirl. So, so there's that. We've got a little bit of news. We already talked about the Constantine news that they're trying to push it back or push it up. Uh, well, there were some one. rumors about that, but they're saying that they're not going to do that crossover now. Uh, well, we'll see. Well, I'm hoping. I mean, there's, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, they were. They haven't officially nixed it yet. Oh yeah, okay. Um, but on the plus side for Supergirls, they've picked up uh, uh, nine more episodes, so it's been picked up for a full season. Okay. Well, then that's one one season at least. Yes, right? as opposed to Constantine was cut at a half season. Right. Yeah. So that's pretty much it. The, like I said, the main topic for this week was Legends of Tomorrow because that's the big thing right. coming up uh, with the crossover between Arrow and Flash and the the release of Legends of Tomorrow, which I think is great because. Uh, Flash and Arrow are going to be going into their winter hiatus. Right. Um, Legends Tomorrow is going to pick up all that viewership because it's the only thing that's going to be on in the in the Arrowverse, which is perfect. Exactly. I mean, so I'm really looking forward to it. Um, the guy who plays Adam is it's awesome because man, he's playing what is Adam. His name? He's so good. Uh, uh, Brandon Routh. Yeah. Uh, but what I love is he's formerly played Superman. Yeah. Because he played Superman in um, what is it? Uh, uh, you're right. Um, not Man of Steel. Not but small, Superman though. lives. Super, okay, yeah, okay. Is it Superman oh. Lives? Superman? Uh, it was the movie that didn't do too well. They had uh, Kevin Spacey as like Yeah, Superman. one of the two. I don't remember which one. But, yeah. Oh, Superman Returns. Okay. That's he, you know, he's... And he was decent as Superman, but it's he's, interesting. He's just kind of goofy and quirky, but he does he a good goofy, Adam. Though. And he pulls it off in the Adam, because yeah. the Adam is goofy and quirky. Yeah, he's good, yeah. So, that's basically it. You know, recap is the, you know, Air versus Fantastic, watch it. It is on the CW, but adults can get into it, too. It's wide-ranging. We're going to be following up with some comics. We're going to talk about Legends of Tomorrow once we uh, come back with a recap of uh, another Arrowverse episode in probably a couple months. We'll give it a few uh, few airings. And uh, Well, I think what's important is maybe we come back. I think maybe we come back to the Arrowverse when the seasons are over. And That would and, be a good and, thing. Because we'll have a, a full season of Supergirl. We'll have... The half season of Legends of Tomorrow will have another season of Flash and Arrow. 
I think when maybe when Flash and Arrow end, we come back and we and we and we have this conversation again. I mean, these shows, and again, we are focusing on the shows. I, I for me, it's really in reinvigorating my love for TV. Like I, I I love watching TV, but I never really made as much time for it as I have in the last couple of years, and it's right. mostly because of shows like maybe more than a couple of years, but you know, Doctor Who. Uh, and that Just kind of stuff quality. is one thing, but when you, when you have the, when you have movie quality and movie quality actors and you have storylines and writers that care and you're making universes like this, like for me, like I, I love the fact that as soon as the flash shows up at Arrow, I'm in, I get so amped about it. And mm-hmm. when the flash started, you know, I was, I didn't get into Arrow in the very beginning, but I got in, I think around mid season two. By then, I was ready for Flash. And then when those things jumped over, I was mm-hmm. just like, oh, my God, this is the best thing ever. Yeah. You know, um, I, I, I am going to go back and watch Constantine. Uh, it is it is making me go and read more comics mm-hmm. and as if I don't have enough already. Uh, and Legends of Tomorrow is, is going to be, I think, a really neat thing for people who have been watching these friends, this universe develop. I think this is really exciting. And Legends of Tomorrow, if they do it right and the storyline's right... They can go anywhere with it. Yeah, and I mean, just like Kevin Smith says, I mean, who would have imagined a world where Gorilla Grodd is on TV? Exactly. And, or the other thing he said, imagine a world where uh, King Shark is a thing that doesn't look stupid. Yeah. Like, <laughs> King Shark is holding the flash over his head, like, mm-hmm. crushing his face. That is phenomenal. Exactly. And you're buying it. And you're I buying think it. that's cool. So... Anyway, so man, I'm I'm glad we had this conversation, dude. And I can't wait to come back to this. I want to do more of these. I want to do definitely we should do Archer. We should do Doctor Who. Uh I don't know what other ones we have plans for, but we'll take suggestions too. So. Yeah, well definitely if you have suggestions on any verses that you want us to see, because we haven't seen it all. No. So uh, uh we can't watch it all either. um <laughs> but now that we've completed our journey and found our way home, we want to thank you, our, our loyal listeners. Um, we welcome all feedback. Um, so if you have any comments or questions or you want to make any suggestions of what universes we should explore next, uh, you can find us on theusualpodcast.com. Email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook, Google+, Pinterest, Instagram, and the Swiffer Network. Uh, you can definitely tweet me at I am Will Griggs. Reach out to Marshall at, at Darth Pops. Um, we're on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, and soon to be on Google+. Play. Please take the time to give us positive ratings and like us and share us on all the social medias. Uh, don't forget to try out Audible's 30-day trials uh, at audibletrial.com slash the usual podcast. And please go to patreon.com slash the usual podcast and float us a couple bones, a couple pennies, a couple Deutschmarks, a yeah, couple bones of, or clams or whatever you whatever call Whatever you want to call, call them. <laughs> and, uh, you know. That was a big Lebowski reference. It was. And uh, just to uh, help keep uh, this content free. I mean, this content's always going to be free. What it's am I saying? Free. It's going to be free, but, you know, help us buy the beer. And so, we're going to do it. But you can make our trip to San Diego Comic-Con happen. You can. We are, we are uber <laughs> excited. Um, so I want to say, again, thanks for exploring the, the seedy underbellies of uh, Central, City. Central City and Star City. And uh, join us on our next exploration as we will be probing the depths of the TARDIS. Oh. In Doctor Who. <laughs> Exterminate. <laughs>